For over 10 years, VOC Nation has taken listeners behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history. Our hosts are not only experts on the business, but have lived in the business. Subscribe and hear weekly podcasts from hosts like legendary pro wrestling journalist Bill After, former Impact Wrestling star Wes Briscoe, former WWE and AWA broadcaster Ken Resnick, former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez, former WCW star The Maestro, NWA legend The Raging Bull Manny Fernandez, and much more. VOC Nation programming is free on most major podcasting apps, including iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Radio.com. And video podcast and bonus content is available on Patreon for as low as $3 a month. What are you waiting for? Head to VOCNation.com and dig into the most comprehensive podcast network built for pro wrestling fans. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at VOC Nation Wrestling Network and follow us on Twitter at VOC Nation. Hey, this is Booker T, WCW five times champion and WWE Hall of Famer, and you're listening to In the Room. Now, can you dig that, sucker? Everybody, welcome back to In the Room on the VOC Nation Wrestling Network, right here live on VOCNation.com. I'm Brady Hicks, and uh, we have a, I want to say an uplifting show, but that isn't really the uh, the word to describe tonight. Actually, uh, the, the crew of us, uh, the, the, the entire cast and everybody that helps me out within the room, we decided that tonight, in, in lieu of a, a full, regular, goofy show, uh, we're going to pay tribute to Scott Hall because, obviously, um, it is a death that uh, has rocked not just the wrestling world, but all of its fans. I have friends who were wrestling fans 30 years ago that are texting me, asking me about the details. And uh, it's it, I, I said it before we went on the air here tonight. It's like I can't shake the feeling like those reunion shows are never going to be the same again, you know. It's uh, it's a very sad thing. So anyway, I'm Brady Hicks, and tonight we're going to be taking your calls. We'll be talking about Scott Hall. We'll talk about other stuff, too, if you want. I have a couple of things that I wanted to throw out there. Uh, but I want to talk about Scott Hall tonight, you know, and I want to look back on um, those memories, you know, that we have, that, that we hold close to us. And, and uh, you know, uh, what, 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 ver- what version of Scott Hall? Do you cling to? You know what? What version do you remember? Is it Razor Ramon? Is it the NWO guy? Is it? Is I mean, I, there have been so many times uh, throughout the years where it's almost like he reinvented himself in a lot of ways. So we'll talk about Scott Hall tonight. So anyway, I'm Brady Hicks. With me as always, the lovely Kathy Fitz. What's going on, Kathy? Hey, it's been a tough couple days, Brady, but 
I'm here and, you know, glad to be with friends. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's thing crazy. Uh, we also have uh, the one and only maestro of professional wrestling, uh, Stro, former tag team partner of good old Scott Hall. How, how you doing tonight, brother? Uh, it's great to be with you guys. Uh, it, it, it's times like these where we realize how intertwined we are in the wrestling community. Yeah. So. And uh, all the way from New England, we have Patrick the Hack Hackett joining us once again. Good to see Pat. Hey, it's uh, it's great to be here. Um, I think this is the best way that we can do this. We celebrate somebody's life uh, as entirely too often we are led to do as, as fans and people in this industry. Um, yeah. I think your question's a really good one. Is where where do you go with? And I think it's funny you have Razor Ramon. Papa Stro has the original NWO. I went with the Wolf. Red and Black. Yeah. Yeah, because that's I think where it was a, a little more a little more fun at that point in time. I felt it was it was a lot of fun. Um, it, it's incredible. Like I knew that wrestling fans knew Scott Hall, but the amount of people in the business that credit him as the reason that they love wrestling is unreal. Um, he just was such a huge influence, and people who aren't fans now but were fans when they were younger, everyone remembers him. No, he's yeah. quintessential. Yeah. I, I, for sure, for sure. Uh, I was saying earlier, and, and the number, if you guys want to call in tonight, I, I see you're lining up for the calls, and we'll get to you guys as soon as we can, I promise. Uh, 914-338-1885. I said for me personally, uh, in terms of wrestling deaths, um, the person that this most resonates with, or the most I could compare it most to, is when Randy Savage died back in, I guess it was 2011. You know, that one hit hard. That was somebody where, like, I always thought I was going to get a chance to interview him at some point. And, uh, you know, Scott, I've had the opportunity to meet him. I've never gotten to have him on the air. And that's going to be a regret that I'll always have because he uh, he was a character, man. He was, he was truly a character. So... Um, it's sad. I, I, Stro, any any personal or Kathy? We'll start with you. Any personal memories kind of come to mind? Yeah, you know, picking Scott up at the airport and you know bringing him to different conventions and everything. And um, the one convention they were doing the roast for uh, Jim Cornette. And oh God, they had this. They had, you know, the one I'm talking about. Yeah, the one where he got kicked out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I was there. They put it up. They put it up there that he got arrested. He didn't get arrested. No, they just the, kicked the him comic, out of the room. The comic was one of my patients later on. And okay, okay. He uh, he made a comment, and Scott was drinking, and. The comment was, know and hard yeah, it was, yeah, it was it was very bad, very bad taste. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Scott went up and basically said, "I'm going to kill him." I heard and it, Kevin, he was like flipping tables, and yeah, they, uh, no, he didn't flip tables. He didn't flip tables. That's what I thought. I thought he didn't flip the table. And, I thought he did. No. And then Kevin, what he see, Kevin I'm letting the legend up. grow. Yeah. Kevin Sullivan went up and calmed him down, and he's like, 
Kevin, did you hear what he said about Owen? And he just started bawling his eyes out. That was it. But, well, you, you know, it, go ahead. there was a part of Scott that, you know, yeah, he liked his alcohol, and he had his demons. Mm-hmm. Like I said, there's not one person on this earth that do not have demons. Scott conquered them. He went through DDP. Paige got him straight. He was doing, he was doing great. Last time I saw him, he was fine. Yeah. He was looked awesome. He gets a hip replaced for the blood clot and dies. Mhm. It's, it's he, um, crazy. He, he, to me, he was Eddie Guerrero getting to live another twenty to twenty-five years. He, because yep. um, he, he survived the demons. He finally overcame everything. And then, you know, just that quickly. It's 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 terribly sad. It really is. Um and I just kept thinking about personally um watching that D D P documentary, you know, where where Scott yeah. Hall came and lived with him and they showed some of those incidents from shows in New England, for example, where uh Scott was having some troubles, you know, and he didn't look good, um and he didn't feel good and he was drinking and God knows what else he was doing. And uh, he was able to clean himself up. And he's looked great the last couple of years, at least. Mm-hmm. You know, he's looked older, but I mean, he is older. So he, uh, it's sad. It's sad. I could easily yeah. cry about it. Stro, I, uh, any any kind of memories or thoughts? I still love that story of when you guys were in WCW and he comes in talking about beating up Lawler in uh, Memphis. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think that's like one of the funniest <laughs> Oh man, oh Scott was great, man. I, I met him uh, pre Razor Ramon back when he was looking like Tom Selleck. Yeah, he had this, the, the uh, body Star, and the, uh, wrestling. Yes, yeah. yeah uh, after he did the deal with uh, Spivey, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. What a hell of a tag team, too. And, yeah. Oh yeah, they were great, man. They were great, and you know, he was wrestling alligators in Florida. Did a whole video on that. <laughs> <laughs> And then, you know, he went to AWA and tagged with Kurt Hennig, and they were a hell of a team, too. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I, and I had my opportunity to team with them in, in Memphis, right? And, uh, you know, I remember having the tag match with him, a tag match with him. Uh, this is back in his Razor Ramon against uh, Sid, Sid Vicious and Jerry Lawler, right? And then afterwards, he'd go to Sid's house, the, Sid grill some steaks there in Arkansas, right? So it was kind of cool. Just an all-around friendly guy, and... Oh God! And you know, we both have a good sense of humor. That's how we hit it off. So it was just to hear him tell jokes and carry on. And and every time I met Scott, he was the same old Scott. You know, he never changed through the years. He's the same old guy. And, and what a mind! Oh my God! What a mind! Yeah, yeah. A lot, lot, lot of the NWO uh, um, uh, spots you were telling, you were discussing earlier. I mean, he created all that. He was like the brainchild of all that. Yeah, it's just amazing. Yeah. How great if he was. He um had he gotten himself straight a little sooner, I I think he could have had a great behind the scenes career for one of the companies. Oh yeah, there's no question. Absolutely. Um, I, good. There there's such an art to tag team wrestling, and he was just so good at it. Um, I, I actually found myself watching something I'd never seen before of him, and. His ability to control a crowd just by doing that is yeah. unreal. Um, 
I had no idea he made a stop in ECW in, in the 2000s and had a yep, match against yep. Sally Graziano. I was like, I yeah. have no recollection of this. And just <laughs> the crowd eating out of the palm of his hand. Um, yeah. Man, it, it, he was one of those people that you thought was going to live forever um, because he you felt like he beat it. You know what I mean? And yeah. It was, Nine lives. That's what makes it even even sadder, is that it felt like you know we we were on the uh, he was getting his shine back as we say in the business. yeah. And 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 it's so funny, Stro. Like you talk about the Tom Selleck version. Like that was that was the Scott Hall that I was first first became familiar with through Pro mm-hmm. Wrestling Illustrated. You know, it was like that was I I you know they used to do these like centerfold pinup things with the guys and like it's so weird to think that but like as a wrestling fan i would take a pinup of scott hall magnum you know whatever so i would hang him up on my wall you know i forget like the cindy crawford or like you know uh, whoever like it was uh, i'm hanging up like scott hall and jerry lawler you know and, and that's uh Wow. Oh yeah, yeah. He, handsome, handsome oh, yeah, man. he was oh, right. Sure. In, 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 sure. in that article, Pro Wrestling Illustrated, they had uh, with Scott Hall and Lex Luger having two of the best bodies in the business at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I still say to this day, uh, one of probably three who is the greatest to never win a world title and certainly deserved to. I cannot believe that. As I was reading through things today, I'm like, he had to. They had to have given him the WCW Heavyweight Championship at, at some point in time, and nope, nope, nope. But but he's a guy who elevated those secondary titles, that U.S. Championship and WCW, and obviously the things he did for the Intercontinental Championship. I mean, just volumes. I was just talking about him when he held the two belts uh, because uh, what's his name before he lost him, Sammy Garva was holding the two belts. So I was like, ah, it's a little Scott Hallish there. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Mattel was told me told, told me back uh, when he was uh, red hot with the Razor Ramon thing, and he just came off the ladder match to Sean that uh, he was in line at one point to be the world champion at one point with WWE. Yeah, yeah. I I had actually heard, and I don't know how true it is, that when he came back to WWE in 2002 and was in decent shape, they were considering giving him a run if he could last for so long. And then the plane ride from hell happened, and it all just kind of fell apart. Man. I don't know if that's true, but that's what I had heard. Uh, so anyway, yeah, nine one four three three eight eighteen eighty five, and angles like the NWO, as we knew it. Obviously, they lifted it from Japan, uh, but the NWO as we knew it, with all those vignettes, with the I think the black and white they said was him, and and the, you know with the the the, the moving camera and the, the buy the shirt, that was all him. You know, mm-hmm. that was the uh, the whole click thing. You know, the whole the whole that was uh that was Razor and Sean. You know, I mean, the other guys were there, but like, you know what? They were the veterans, and they were the guys that were headlining. You know, and uh, yeah, Disco Inferno mentioned uh, in the recent interview that uh, Scott was so smart that he would do his own booking. Like, he, he would literally book Disco Inferno involved in, like, different NWO angles, right? Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, was he was pretty calm to the shots. Yeah, he was calm to the shots, you know what I mean? 
Wow, yeah. Yeah, no, it was, and it was a great time. I, I, I honestly, aside from the situations that he was involved in that were cut short because of his issues or because of worry about his issues, he was a success in everything that he did. If you look at it, you know, he, he, uh, he definitely, yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's a sad thing. It really is. Um, let's go to the phones. I'm going to bring on Mike, uh, who I know wanted to talk about Scott Hall as well. Uh, how you doing tonight, Mike? Hey, I'm What's doing going on, great. Brother? Uh, my, my heart goes out to Papa Stroke because he worked with him. Papa, I'm so sorry, buddy, for your, your loss, man. I know it hurts and everything. Malcolm and I, we grew up watching WCW. Uh, I didn't know a lot about wrestling, but we watched we watched you guys on WCW and Nitro, and it was just some good times. And they don't compare to the uh, – these wrestlers don't compare to you guys when you were there. Um, they're good today, but they're not like you guys. You guys were the, the best, you know, and I mean that from my heart. And uh, my heart goes out to you, Papa Stroh. Kevin Nash and Hulk Hogan. Um, I watched Hulk last night, and he was broken up. He was he was doing a celebration in a bar, I guess. Um, but he was he was hurting because those those guys they they made it happen. And I I feel for Malcolm. I hope Malcolm's okay because he he went down to meet Scott Hall and Hulk Hogan and Kevin Nash. Yeah. Um, he sent me the video. Not that long and, ago. Yeah. Yeah, my heart just goes out to Malcolm if he's – I hope he's okay. I don't know if he heard the news, but I didn't know Scott Hall was on life support. I really didn't. Um, and then uh, – but, yeah, I I loved all the NWO matches when the when the New World Order came out there and they, they just took control, you know. And I never thought Hulk yeah. Hogan would turn – turn bad guy but when he did it was so cool because you know that's the way I remember the NWO you know they were the bad guys and you don't have a lot of heels like that today you have a lot of guys trying to imitate it, those were the true guys you know and yeah. uh, that's you what know, wrestling's all about you know and, you know, um, you know Hulk Hogan real quick Hulk Hogan I don't know if you guys heard what he had to say about it uh, but he said that Scott Hall resurrected his career and gave it another yeah. however long he said 15 years it, it and i believe is, yeah. that you know if you think about where he was in 1995 right before the nwo um i don't think he was going to last in wcw a whole lot longer and he was kind of persona non grata in wwe at that point so it's like you know scott hall and that it, nwo angle basically preserved talk yeah, and Bischoff carried him. Uh, Malcolm met Bischoff, and they were—he came with the NWO. Uh, Randy the Macho Man Savage helped him, you know. Yeah. And uh, yep. hey, those were the those were the great times, man. If you're a wrestling fan, you know that that's that's what you grew up, you know. And um, these young stars are learning from from you guys. You guys were the true thing, you know. I, I may be an Alexa Bliss fan, but hey, you guys—that's where it came from. I—that's where it started, you know. Was was the NWO? Yeah. Papa Stro, you and and all the guys, man. Uh, Lex Luger, 
you know, Malcolm, I used to get a kick out of watching that stuff, you know. And um, I tonight, in honor of Scott Hall, I'm going to go out and buy some toothpicks and, <laughs> and watch some old Yeah. I'm going to watch some NWO matches. Uh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. I'm not good with impressions, but I'm going to try one. Hey, yo. You know, add to that the 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 be there and to watch Scott Hall make his debut there in WCW yeah. from yeah. being in WWE. Yeah, yeah. and 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 just the, the impact that he made that night. I mean, the whole world was talking about the next day. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was even thinking hey. like. You know, one of my favorite wrestling matches of all time was a throwaway tag team match at Survivor Series. It was Scott Hall and Ric Flair against Randy Savage and the returning Kurt Hennig. And Kurt Hennig wrestled a nearly perfect match. Like, all kidding aside, um, you know, I think he was on offense the entire time. Randy Savage was in peril the whole match. And Scott Hall and Ric Flair were just they, – they were like – they were, like, bullying Randy Savage the entire match. And then yeah. Hennig got in there. You know, he did a couple of his uh, flippy-doos. I mean, it, was, it was an amazing match. It was, it was truly, like I said, it, it was a tag team match. There weren't really stakes to it. Um, but it still go down as one of my favorites of all time. I'll never forget it. Survivor Series 92. Oh, oh yeah, same here. I love you, that match. Yeah, yeah. You know, can, can I ask you something? Um that was uh, Scott was sixty-three. Am I correct? Okay. Oh no! Uh, yeah, sixty-three. Yeah, a little later, and I'll send it to you. <laughs> okay. um, yeah, right. Scott was. What was Scott? Sixty-three years old when he passed. Sixty-three. Sixty-three, I believe. Yeah. Sixty-three. Yeah. Oh, I better be careful. I'm sixty-one. I got two more. <laughs> I, uh, I hope it's not me next. <laughs> but um, how's 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 Nash how's Nash's health? Is he okay or? Um, I know they're getting up there. With him, relatively recently, and he looks amazing. Um, he's he always seems very well put together, and and I mean he's a different build than he was when he was Diesel, but he seems like he's in good shape. Yeah. But what I worry about is like the effect of the heartbreak on on a lot of these guys. He, I mean, he, I just saw it recently. Yeah. Um. A. a, a Wife died, and then 43 days later, the husband died. I mean, yeah, yeah. These relationships are so tight. I mean, we call each other brother and sister because it's family out there. Yeah, right. You know, right. That's it's, true. It's got got to be. Hey, hard. Brady, can it's I? Got to be hard on Kevin. <clears throat> Brady, can I tell you a quick story about about the NWO? Um, it was 2011. It was down in Fremont, California. They had a signing for mm-hmm, Kevin mm-hmm. Nash and. Uh, Hogan and Hall couldn't make it, but Nash was there and Diamond Dallas Page. Papa, you know Diamond Dallas pretty good, don't you? Oh, but, but very well. <laughs> we yeah. all do, Mike. Okay. If you believe that or not? Well, oh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we all do. I'm just saying. <laughs> I, got him I know, I know, I know. I'm just kidding with you. Hey, hey I'm on speed dial, but Malcolm. I got him on speed dial, but he never answers the phone. I'm lucky to get a text every now and then. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Well, you're gonna you're, you're gonna saying. laugh at this. Malcolm Malcolm took me down for a meet and greet, and we met 
uh, yeah. Kevin Nash, Diamond Dallas Page, and I was just getting my picture taken with Amber O'Neill and Sassy Steph and some of the other girls. Nothing wrong with and that. Amber O'Neill Nothing wrong says, with that. Amber O'Neill right, says, right, Mike, Mike, what's your name? Right. <laughs> she wanted my phone number, and I was, I was too scared to give it to her. <laughs> So anyway, um, we're talking, we're cutting up, and Kevin, oh, Diamond Dallas Page is outside. He talks to Malcolm. He says, hey, Mania, Mal had this Raider car, black car, and he says, hey, Mania, give me a ride over to the nearest uh, the nearest restaurant. I don't want to eat this crap that's here in, <laughs> in Newark Pavilion. So Malcolm and I, we get in the car. And Malcolm starts playing the 80s music, and, and Donna Dallas Page, he's in the front. He goes, hey, Mike, does your brother have any music besides the 80s, you know? And I said, well, I don't know, you know? <laughs> so I didn't know who Diamond Dallas Page was at that. I didn't know him that good, but he was cutting right. up with this. Mal finally pulled into a, a fast food. I think it was Taco Bell or one of those places. And um, Diamond Dallas Page told Mal, he says, you know how to drive, you know? And Mal says, yeah. We were cutting up, but those were good times, man. They they treated us great. Um, and uh, even Amber, even when I met Amber O'Neill, I was I was in seventh heaven because uh, I, she says, Mike. She goes after the match. She says, uh, come up, get a picture, and then I'll get your phone number, and we'll go out for a, we'll go out for a bite to eat. I chickened out, Brady. I should have. Oh man, you ever done something yeah, stupid? I done something stupid, you know. <laughs> I blew that, you know. Wow, this went but, from uh, speaking well of Scott Hall to Mike telling us somebody tried to pick him up. By the way, right? Mike, you, you might want to go and grab all those names you dropped on the floor there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Reminds me of the time oh. I was telling a Luna Vachon story, and I ended up talking about how I tried to pick up Nidia in the bar. Not the same oh. thing at all. <laughs> hey, hey, one more thing. I w- one more thing. I want to ask you. I, I want your opinion on this. Now, this yeah. is just off the su- Scott Hall subject. Yeah, I feel for Scott Hall. I'm, I'm going to watch a match after. But I want to. I want to talk just one thing about before I leave. Alexa Bliss. She's won every title, right? She's won a SmackDown, Raw, and tag team title, right? What about what about NXT. sending her down to? Yeah, what about going to NXT uh, and fight Mandy Rose and win the title? You know, I think that would be awesome. I'd be all right with that. You know, I'd be all right with that. So yeah. let's let's yeah, let's, let's, let's go for that. Tell her, tell I her, mean, Mike wants that not to happen. Her. Okay. Now I, yeah, I, I got yeah. heartbreaking news for you, Mike. I, I you know what? Uh, about three weeks from now, maybe four, she's going to be married, Mike. Oh, that's okay. I I understand that, but I mean, I still yeah. I still would hope she go down to uh, NXT. That would be awesome. No, I'm just you know? saying she's gonna be around for the next month or so. I would think. After oh, WrestleMania. okay. Well, after well, WrestleMania, really is send her to. So, well, <clears throat> yeah. I'd send her to NXT. You know, that that Might would be well. okay. Yeah. yeah, that's on TV. What, just what else could? Yeah, it's a good sure. It's a good thought. Now, you got any tips on how to lose weight? I'm trying to. I'm up to 250. I shouldn't be this this heavy. I'm six five. I've heard and about I'm the to... blow away diet. Uh, have you heard about this? <laughs> yes. No. Yeah. I could use Buddy anything Ruth. right now. Blow uh, away yoga, man. <laughs> you put on the, the powder, yeah, and then you sit in front of the fan, and the fat just blows itself blows. away. 
Yeah. Oh, man. You don't know what I'm going to do. I would recommend a shake weight one, though. That probably wouldn't work for you. The shake weight. Okay. Mike, okay. I'm going to send you the blow-away <laughs> diet on, on, on Facebook. Okay. I'll, I'll send it to you later. You'll oh, love it. The blow-away. Also, yeah. also love the ECW. Buddy Rose favorite, baby. Yeah, what about in the ECWA? <laughs> you always send me the ECWA matches. I think those are awesome, you know. I, course, I support yeah. independent wrestling, you know. And sure. uh, I, you're a great announcer. I appreciate you're it. You're a darn good announcer, man. Thank you, Mike. Thank you. Um, I, uh, well, listen, you I'm going to let you guys go. What a, real, what a real announcer is right. Like. <laughs> yeah. Pat will send you his. Well, hey, God bless you. mine. Talked about how great I am. Yeah. Well, hey, my prayers are with all you guys. Love you guys, man. You're awesome. You too, brother. You I love you, show. too. And, uh, we love you, I, I just want to say, hey, yo, I'll see you next time on In the Room. <laughs> Take care, okay. bad guy. I love All you, right. Okay. Love you, too. Right. Bye. Be safe. Ah, so that was the one and only Mike. Yeah. 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 Uh, I don't know. It's hard to believe. It's hard to believe. You were saying like how the couple that that hit you the hardest, and we were talking before he came on. And man, yeah. Christian Dito, I always thought like my path would cross with his eventually. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He was. I always liked the guys that all the off the wall guys. Like I was a huge Candido fan, my whole fandom, um, and just this stuff is so hard because it's like what we get with podcasts now. You think you know these people because you see them so much. They're such a huge part of your life. Yeah, and you know, it's just like man, Scott Hall's gone. It's great that you can go and fire up a match, and, and be right back in there. You know, I'll be I'll be cliche. I will go with the the Razor Sean WrestleMania ten uh, ladder match. Yeah, I oh what, that, what a greatest ever. <laughs> they they <laughs> might have never ever. had another one like it had they not. I mean, because they had been doing them for years, but that was the one that like everybody remembers. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it, it just kind of it's like the pace car, you know. It set the pace for uh, for what was to come. Um, yeah, like for me, I think. Yeah, I think it was jumping to WCW. You know, it was that Memorial Day when he hopped over the barrier, and it's like another. And Stro, please don't take this the wrong way, but like. It was like another ho hum nitro, and then all of a sudden Scott Hall came out of the crowd, and he, and I'm like, and the fan, the fan in me, May 1996, about to graduate high school, you know, I, uh, I was like, damn, like, is this real? Did a WWF wrestler literally just hop the barricade and get on their TV and grab the microphone and like, yeah. you know, he, he's talking about the hopster and the Nacho Man and Scheme Gene and Billionaire Ted, and it was like. This yeah. is exactly what a WWF fan would want him to say if he went in there. You yeah, know? Exactly mm-hmm. what I was referring to earlier. Yeah. That's what I was referring to earlier. Yeah. He came out there, man. Oh, my God. It was incredible. It was a reaction, like, uh, yeah. And and it's just like, and it was crazy, too, because, like, obviously people knew, or at least the dirt sheet community knew, that he was no longer with the WWF. But I don't think, by and large, most fans knew. Well, that's a sad thing. Like, we've lost our ability to get work 
we know when everybody's contract is up. We're like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, mm-hmm. Cesaro, Cesaro's out of his deal. He can show up anywhere, anytime. Well, well Cody like, Rhodes, he's trying. <laughs> he's, he's trying to work. Trying. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I still uh, think he's going back to AEW. I don't care what anybody says. Until he's I using kids at WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah. I'll believe he's somewhere when he's somewhere. I, exactly. I don't want to believe anymore. Yeah. yeah, man, it was we we didn't know. It felt, you know, it felt real. It felt yeah, it did. Authentic. And it did, I, it did. Yeah. I remember uh, Nash was on. Oh my god, I can't even think of what Stone Cold Show was called. Uh, the the Broken Skull Ranch thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and he was talking about the whole angle, and Bischoff's like, "Oh my god, it's so great." And Nash is like, "Well, this is unsustainable because they just saw Scott and I come down with baseball bats and thought we could beat up their entire locker room." Yeah, he, yeah. You know, they they just were next level minds. They were playing chess while everybody else was playing checkers. But they, but, they protect, but they protected them so much when they came in. Like it was like I remember they did the one time. It was outside. It was the same. It was the same segment where I guess Kevin Nash took Rey Mysterio, Kathy, remember, and he threw him headfirst oh, yeah. into the trailer, and they said it was like a lawn dart. But like yeah, I remember saying. I thought they must have the worst w, like they must have the worst like backstage officials of all time to know that like there's two guys out there, and rather than like everybody come at them and get or get security or whatever, uh, they send them out of the trailer one at a time to try and fight both of them. It never yeah. made sense to me, you know, but uh. <laughs> But they did such a good job of being them. Like, by the time they were, like, actually involved in a match in WCW, it felt so important. And they had actually been elevated from where they were even in WWF at the time. Yeah. So it was brilliant. It really was. Um, At the time, you know, younger me as a fan couldn't realize that, like, what they were doing was evening the odds so that these guys – could get over on everybody. At the time, I just thought, well, that's stupid. But um, now to see it and the way they built them up, uh, it's it, 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 it doesn't happen very often in wrestling. So, yeah. Let's, um, let's go to the phones again. And uh, I think this is Granny Hulkster, who I haven't talked to in a long time. What's going on, Granny? You, uh... No, I'm not coming to turn heel, but you know, I haven't okay. talked to right. you, but I have some exciting news to share with you. Um, my good friend that lives up in New York is flying into Kansas City the end of this month and driving to Arkansas and picking up me, my exciting. husband and my son, and we are going to WrestleMania this year. Yes, congrats. And you're going tonight too, right? That's what I think I heard. Yeah, but I wanted to share something very interesting about Scott Hall. And I actually got this information from a person that I went to school, you know, because I lived in Kansas. And Scott Mm -hmm. Hall actually, back in 1974-75, he went. He was a Leavenworth pioneer. Um, the coach of the basketball team at that time posted this about Scott Hall last night on his Facebook page. It says, "Blast from the past." It is with great sadness that we have been made aware of the passing of one of 
Leavenworth High School's finest student athlete, Scott Hall. Scott Hall was an outstandingly talented young man that played on the Super Soft H3 basketball team that won 18 games and lost zero. Scott was so talented, he moved to the H3 varsity and helped contribute to their success. The family moved after his sophomore season, but his glory years were soon to begin. Scott became involved with WWE wrestling as Razor Ramon. Scott became a WWE wrestling legend and has been inducted in the WWE Hall of Fame. Scott had many Lumworth High School teammates and students that remember him well. Now, I started going to mm-hmm. that high school mm-hmm. in 1979, but I thought that was interesting that Scott Hall was a Lumworth pioneer, the same high school that I ended up graduating from in 1980. Okay. And there's a couple pictures that the coach did of when he played basketball. But my condolences go out to you, Stro, and, and Kathy. I know, you know, you knew Scott Hall. You worked for Scott Hall, Stro, And, you know, my, my condolences and prayers go out to all the family and the many friends and, you know, all the fans because that was such a, a devastating loss. It was huge. I, I, I will say that. It was huge. It was um, – <clears throat> this has hit me. Unlike so many wrestling deaths, and each of them is tragic in their own way, uh, but it's tough. I, I was thinking about and this the other day, go, Jamie. We're going to go to WrestleCon one day while we're down there uh, in Texas. I don't know what good. day we're going to go yet, but we're going to go to WrestleCon. Because I just recently saw that movie Dog, the one that Kevin Nash was in. I loved that movie. That was an absolute awesome movie. <laughs> He played such a good part in that movie, but I love that movie. That was so awesome. So anyway, I was thinking about Scott Hall. Like when he was Razor Ramon in WWF and he left, um, a diamond stud, which by the way is an amazing name in and of itself, you know. But then he goes on. He creates one of like the most prolific characters of all time, Granny. I don't know if you knew this, uh, but Vince McMahon was a huge fan of Razor Ramon. Uh, worked with him to develop it, uh, but Scott Hall lifted the whole Scarface voice, and Vince apparently mm-hmm. never watches movies. He never watches movies, so he had no idea. He thought this was an all original thing that that Scott was yeah. doing, and just thought it was amazing. And he did the same thing with Riddle, by the way. He had never seen Fast Times with R- at Ridgemont High, so he has no <laughs> idea what Riddle's doing. He thinks this is just how this guy. You know, talks in front of the camera. It's so innovative, you know. It's a, it's so anyway. So Scott Hall comes in. You know, he does all this. But what an amazing and and how endearing he must be to people because you go from the name Razor Ramon, which everybody knew, and you have to leave that name and just go to just being called Scott Hall. And he didn't miss a beat. He he did not miss a single beat. By losing the name Razor Ramon and just having to take – it's funny because I have a friend that's a wrestling fan. He texted me today. I guess he heard about Scott Hall, and he said, you know, it's so funny because, like, I um, I never pictured a Cuban-American wrestler named Razor Ramon that he's really just a white guy named Scott Hall. And I said, yeah, I mean, that was like 90s cultural appropriation at its best, you know, but it was like – but in so many ways, like, it just it spoke to how good he was, that, like, people didn't even need that name. He could call him whatever you want because people took to him because he had that charisma, Granny. You know, he uh, he was really special. Machismo. 
He oozed machismo. I use cheese, Granny. It's a little different. <laughs> when's their provolone? <laughs> provolone. Mozzarella. Yeah. Mozzarella. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, my heart, my heart Promunda goes cheese. out to, yeah. to everybody, you know, the families, the fans, the people that worked with him, his many friends. I mean, it just, you know... Because when I'd heard that he had had the blood clot and then had the three heart attacks in a row, you know, that was just devastating, too. Because I, I can understand about the blood clot problem because I've actually lived that blood clot issue myself. And that's that's a very scary, scary thing for anybody to mm-hmm. have to deal with. I mean, I actually, in 2004, a month after I lost my daddy, I actually had a blood clot. I actually had two in my right leg, and one of them broke loose while I was in the hospital. And the doctor yeah. told me that Wednesday morning after the ordeal that happened the night before, the clot broke loose and went to my lung. He said, if you had not come into the emergency room Sunday night when you did, you would not be alive this morning. Wow. So, that's, that's I scary. mean, yeah, so I can, I can definitely – understand the seriousness of what happened with him, you know, before, you know, having that, which caused the heart attacks and everything like that. I mean, it's, it's, yeah. it's a very scary thing. And I mean, I never had the opportunity to ever meet Scott Hall in person, but I watched him for many, 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 many years on wrestling, you know, him and Kevin Nash. And I mean, my son, and I told Stro this the other night, my son says, mom, now we definitely need to find some NWO shirts. I can wear the red and black one, and you can wear the black and white one, and we can wear our NWO shirts out in front of AT Stadium with sunglasses. Yeah. And Absolutely. Was like, he's oh, Grady, I would love that. He and Stro was saying he was gonna send his send his um his drone to to Dallas, you know, and get me on the granny can, you know. <laughs> Yeah. No, I mean, and I told my son, now, this is what I told my son yesterday, Stroke. I said, if I wore one, and that's a big if, I said, I would want to wear the red and black because I always like wolves. I I, I like wolves. I think wolves are amazing. If I wore one, if I wore one, it would have to be the red and black one, not the black and white NWO. But I'm not saying I'm Whip going to. <laughs> I thought you were going to say if you wore one, you needed a weightlifting belt so you could play guitar. That's what I thought you were going to say. No, yeah, no, no, right. no, yes. no, 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 no. But no, he, I mean, Wolf, it was. Wolfpack Granny has got a great ring to it. Wolfpack Granny, <laughs> yeah, oh God. Sure. I don't need to tell Anthony that one because I tell you, this trip that I'm going to be going on, guys. My husband likes to tease me, my son likes to tease me, and my friend Brian that we're going with likes to tease me. I am not going to stand a chance on this trip. I am going to be so being picked on all the way down and all the way back home. You guys are going to have to pray for Granny because it's going to be, I mean, we're going to have fun. And I hear that music in the background, Brady, so don't even go there. I hear that music. Don't even go there. 
I mean, you know, it's going to be fun, and we all need this trip. But um, it, it was a sad, <laughs> sad loss. And and then I found out earlier this afternoon that one of my referee friends on the independent scene from Oklahoma passed away last night. And okay. I am just, I am just no words at all. I'm beside myself right now. So it's just, it's been a very sad couple days. Yeah, I'm very sorry to hear that, Grant. Very sorry. Do, do you have a, uh, not to change the subject, but do you have a favorite Scott Hall memory before we let you go? Oh, I just I just always loved to watch him wrestle. I mean, you know, it was just always fun the way him and Kevin Nash would do things together, you know. And, I mean, there's just so many great memories out there that just too many to mention. All right. All right. Well, it was great yeah. to talk to you, Granny. Enjoy great WrestleMania if I don't too. talk to you before then. I will. But hopefully I, I talk will. to you before uh, WrestleMania. Yeah, if nothing else, you've got to give us so. a report. All right. Yep. Love you, Granny. Well, take care. Bye-bye. Bye. You know, I was thinking about actually last night when we were, you know, with all the Scott Hall stuff. Uh, do you remember this is a throwaway where they did the match? I think it was SummerSlam. And Scott Hall had Sweetness Walter Payton in his corner. I think it was against Sean and Diesel. Oh, oh yeah. You remember that? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he was like the he was like the guy to even the odds, I guess. I, I don't remember I guess it was Razor and Diesel and Sean was on the outside, so they brought in Sweetness Walter Payton in Chicago to be his corner man. It was cool and it was not long after that that uh Peyton died, you know, so pretty crazy. But uh definitely a cool memory. Definitely a cool memory. Well we're talking about this I I don't know if I'm making this up in my head, but I remember a very memorable Razor Ramon and Skinner match. And I don't know if I can put my finger on it, but I'm just like, man, even with somebody doing a weird gimmick like that, he was able to pull a good match out of people. Yeah. When he was was Starship Coyote, he was out there doing great matches. Oh, yeah. yeah. He was great as a diamond stud. And they were like directionless back then. You know, <laughs> he's fighting the Master Blasters and the great and powerful Oz, you know? <laughs> I, you know, great thinking time. back, man, Diamond Stud and Vinny Vegas would have been a good duo back then as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Vinny Vegas is somebody I wish could have made it to WWF because he would have been great. Oh, wow. <laughs> I love Vinny Vegas. <laughs> if they ran like a, a bookie gimmick, it would be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he, you know, he got his inspiration, I think, was Andrew Dice Clay yeah. uh, Kev, for, the, for that gimmick. Yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, Vegas. Kathy, what's your favorite Scott Hall version? <clears throat> Let me see. I definitely like American Starship Eagle. Oh, yeah. Was and it because then, of the centerfold um, like it was for me? Ah. Dude, I just like to see that body with the shirt of, oh, good Lord in heaven. Anyhow. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, Razor Remote. Because, yeah, I um, always have a special thing for Razor. There was, um, it was right after, um, Joey Morello was killed in a car accident. Um, 
his sister yeah. Valerie was loved Scott Hall, loved him. And Mr. Morella Griller would always set up something to embarrass Valerie. Mm-hmm. So he gave Valerie gave Scott Hall a little razor to wear around his neck on a chain. And okay, okay. Oh, and um. So every time he would see her, he'd be like, where's where's my necklace? Where is it? And she'd always have it on. Um, He was, um, you know, you you said which, what passings of wrestlers were the hardest for me? Okay. We all know Sherry was the the hardest. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Eddie Gilbert. You meant you mentioned, yeah, yeah. And now um, Scott. Yeah, it's tough. You know. It's it's definitely a tough one. Like I said, I can't get over the fact that they're never going to do another Raw reunion that's going to have the click beating yeah. up some mid card tag team, you know, or like I don't know. They're never going to do. An NWO reunion that's ever the same again. No. It's, uh, it's it's crazy for for us. It's it's such a huge part of our childhood, our formative years. He was yeah that, yeah like took us from middle school through high school and into college. Yeah and, yeah. And I mean, look at us still. I you know I just turned forty in my forties, talking about Scott Hall, and and even if he hadn't passed untimely, I'm sure in our conversations we would have been bringing up Scott Hall because he's one of the best to do it. You know, just a larger-than-life personality. And, and I was thinking about this, too. This is another crazy thing. Like, the, the guy I compared him to earlier, the Macho Man, certainly amazing. Randy Savage had an incomparable career, and there are so many people that would say he was their favorite of all time. Uh, Randy Savage, for all intents and purposes on TV, only had about a 13-, 14-year run, really, if you think about it. I mean, he was... He was doing those, like, outlaw promotions and stuff like that. But by the time he made it to WWF, through the last time we really saw him in WCW, 13, 14 years. Scott Hall's career lasted all that, plus essentially another 15 years after that. Really kind of puts it in perspective, you know, the the impact that he had. Uh Yeah. How long we've been watching, you know, even with the huge... uh... Uh, gap in between how long we've been watching like Edge and Christian and, and freaking Sting who's jumping off a balcony through tables. Yeah. 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 I don't like that because I worry for Sting and I'm like, you don't you don't gotta do this, man. We love you. Like uh, I know you still can, but maybe don't. Yeah. Maybe don't jump through those tables. No, and, I, I, you know. Yeah. I, I, I put Sting in like that Rick Flair category where he was a couple years ago, you know, or like it's probably comparable to like, for example, Mick Foley. But even that example kind of falls short because like Foley was always kind of doing crazy stuff to the point where like you wouldn't expect him to do anything different. Sting wasn't jumping off of balconies through tables no. in 1990. You know? No. No. He uh, I, He's doing it today. People find what Sting wrote, and I hope that if it, even if it just saves one person in the biz or out of the biz, like reading that, um, that and uh, the piece that was in the Players Tribune about um, 
oh my goodness, the guy who who passed away, big AEW guy who came over from the Wyatt. Brody. Can't think of Brody. Brody. Reading yeah. Brody's wife and then Sting. I yeah. Mean, yeah. Like as a as a group, we all need to take care of each other because yeah, it's such a perilous field. I mean, you're you're one word from his fiance from never hearing about Sting and, and who he was. And she told him that I hear those people do your woo back, and you know it's just it's just amazing that we've been blessed by having these people. You know, we think about a lot with like actors who we get to see go from like take for example Ryan Reynolds' goofy sidekick to goofy leading man to you know suave debonair leading man, and and we watch this in wrestling all the time. Yeah, and sadly, a lot of the times, I mean, you think of Heath Ledger and other people, it gets cut short, and it, it's so difficult to take. It's sad. It's sad. Uh, Kathy and Pat, I know you guys got to get out of here. Kathy, I'll start with you. Did you have any uh, closing thoughts? Uh, just remember him. Scott Henry was a great wrestler, innovator in everything he did, um, and the bad guy. Yeah. It's so hard to believe. And be kind, and be kind to each other. Yeah. Because life is too damn short. Amen to that. Amen. Amen. Pat, what you got? The thing that really struck me through all this is how many people really clung to his uh, Hall of Fame speech. The whole... Um, yeah, the quote. Bad times don't last, but bad guys do. Yeah. And then even though he played the bad guy, he was, by all accounts, one of the best guys. Uh, take care of each other. Those of you who are going out there on a Saturday, on a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, doing your swing through, whatever... Just make sure you're taking care of each other, looking out for each other, and that means more than just in the ring, looking out for each other outside of the ring, because we all want to be telling these stories years down the road, you know? Yeah. For sure, for sure. Well, uh, take care. Be good. Miss you. If you can't be good, be good at it, right? That's it. Those who can't can't teach, as I say. You too. You too. Yeah. And uh so what we're gonna do right now are we're gonna take that commercial break, Stro. Uh on the other side we still have some more callers. I see Steve and Justin and I'm sure we'll get some more as well. Nine one four three three eight eighteen eighty five. You know, I was thinking about it, Stro. There's a whole other aspect to this that I haven't even really considered. Uh the uh the thirty three year old wrestler or thirty two years old, Cody Hall. Scott's yeah. son. Scott's son. Who mm-hmm. hasn't been able to make it onto T V yet. But I got a feeling it's gonna happen real soon. So right. we can talk about Cody as well and uh my God, what a tragic loss. Nine one four three three eight eighteen eighty five. It's in the room on the VOC Nation Wrestling Network. Be right back. Hey, this is Total Package, Lex Luger. You're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out. Hey, guys, before we get started, I just wanted to read this commercial because it's an agreement that we made with a really great podcast, and I want to tell you guys all about it. Pro Wrestling Interviews, it features guests who are hot indie stars as well as the greats of the ring. Each week, you can join the amazing Velvet 
as well as Dr. John, as they host this jam-packed hour of interviews, pro wrestling news, and entertaining guests. It's an hour you don't want to miss. Trust me, you don't want to miss it. Every Sunday, 9 p.m. Eastern, just go to ProWrestlingInterviews.com, and it'll take you to their Facebook page where you can get the custom podcast link for that week. Don't miss a second of Pro Wrestling Interviews. That Sunday nights, 9 Eastern, ProWrestlingInterviews.com. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. Check out In The Room. Every Tuesday night at 9, listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Kathy Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you know Ray there too, right Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off the uh, building. And then uh, uh, I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Yo, this is Jerry Steins of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs here. You get ready to get nasty? Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks. Having started way back in 2010... VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Crisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hick, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Works. Archive-free content includes past interviews with huge names like Paul Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Sting, Nick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter at VOCNation. Phil After has been in the pro wrestling business for over 50 years. Hey, Tony here with uh, Arn Anderson. Arn, first of all, your height and weight. 6'1", 255. And now subscribers to VOC Nation Premium get exclusive access to Bill After's archived audio footage. And uh, where's your hometown? Minneapolis, Minnesota. Okay, and uh, give us something about your back. First of all, your relationship to Ole Anderson. Ole is my Subscription to VOC Nation Premium starts at just $3 a month and includes commercial-free audio and video versions of our top podcasts. Okay, we're speaking here with uh, the manager of the World Heavyweight Tag Team Champions, Tarzan Tyler and Luke Graham, and he's, uh, he's sort of glowing tonight about a new prospect we haven't heard of yet. And for just $9 a month, Aptor's archives are all yours. Uh, would you tell us who this new prospect well, is? Well, I'll tell you, Bill, I've searched the world, and I finally <laughs> found a true world champion. I finally found... What's your opinion of uh, Ivan Koloff winning the title from Bruno San Martino? Well, I think, uh, I don't know what to say, but I, well, I want to say one thing. Uh, Bruno was an early champion. Hear exclusive interviews with the greatest performers of all time. Here's Phil Asher, and once again, we're speaking here with Bruno San Martino. Bruno, first of all, how did you and Bruiser lose that title to the Valiant? Well, actually, it was a, a, a very unusual loss, if you want to call it a loss. Did have anything to do? Well, yes, but the whole thing is that the rules, as I always understood them, was that the title could only be lost by 10 or 
or submission, which is the same rules as uh, my title, the World Wide Wrestling Federation. That night, uh, it was... To sign up, it's very simple. Head to premium.vocnation.com or go to patreon.com slash vocnation. VOC Nation takes you behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. This is Matt Hardy, and you are listening to the VOC Nation. Hey, this is the Total Package, Lex Luger, and you're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out. All right, uh, 914-338-1885. It's in the room on the VOC Nation Wrestling Network. You can check us out on VOCNation.com and all your favorite podcast platforms as well. Uh, Brady Hicks here. Stro Maestro's with me. Tonight we're talking uh, thoughts, memories. Uh, we're talking Scott Hall. You know, the, the life and times of Scott Hall. Uh, what version of Scott Hall did you like the best? What's your enduring memory? All that jazz as well. Uh, we're taking calls, 914-338-1885. But before we kind of jump back in, Stro, what do you got going on this week, man? Uh, well, WCW Retro this Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on VSNation.com. Uh, we'll be talking and discussing the best views in pro wrestling history. So you have a great view of your of your choosing you like to share. Please call in. Should be a good time. And then Friday night, uh, my horror sci-fi show, The Stro Zone, at midnight Eastern Standard Time at facebookcom the Maestro. The feature will be the brain that wouldn't die. That good day. So please put in for that. And then uh, Saturday. I'm going to be at the Power Comic Con being held at the Ooh. Florence Center in uh, Florence, South Carolina from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. I'll be joined by the, some of the fellow cast of the Devil's Daughter Harlequin story. We'll be having the cosplay contest and everything, and a lot of talented people will be on hand. So in the Florence, South Carolina area, come check us out this Saturday. For more information, go to powercomicon.com. Very good, very good, and of course, don't forget to check out WCW Retro each and every Thursday night live right here on the VOC Nation Radio Network. Stro, I was thinking about it while you were talking. Another favorite Scott Hall memory of mine. Uh, not so much a Scott Hall memory, but cutting down another wrestler. He had such quick wit sometimes, you know. He was just like, he was absolutely oh, yeah. amazing. And like, you know, even when he was running somebody down... It's like, you just got the sense that there was just such love and reverence there, you know? So I remember oh, yeah. one time in WCW, I think it was Sid had the microphone, and Scott Hall and Kevin Nash were up on the ramp, and he said, you know, he said something like, you know, you are half the man that I am, 
And I may have. You remember this. You remember because you're laughing. He goes, you're a yes. man that I am, and I may have half the brains that you do. And they both started laughing. It was like the most natural, like, uh, <laughs> hilariously funny thing I had ever seen. Do you remember just what I said when they were doing their evening promo? And uh, Nash was talking about Vince and everything. Mm-hmm. And he says, isn't that right, Scott? And Scott looked at him and says, I don't know about you, bro, but I'm not burning no bridges. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. That's really funny. Oh, yeah, man. 914-338-1885. So I'm going to go in the order that you guys called. So I got Steve, I got Justin, and I got Dustin. Please don't hang up, guys, because I'm going to make time for each and every one of you tonight. But we're going to go first to Steve and – uh What's going on, brother? How you doing tonight? Ready or not, here I come. Gonna find you and take it slowly. Man, I was watching Scott's uh, entrances from elsewhere, like ECW and New Japan, and like that song was so yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. And the crowd <laughs> popped. He was a character. Yeah, exactly. You know, he, he, was a, chance, he was one of a kind. I got the chance to meet him in the 2018 at a Legends convention at a MCW. He was pretty cool. It was very brief interaction, but it was he was like he was cutting, he was about to cut a promo on the Money Guy because I was I almost forgot my autograph and he was he almost went Razor Ramon on him. He was like, "Don't yell at the customers." <laughs> That is funny. Steve, do you have a favorite uh, 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 Scott Hall memory? Yeah, there's several. But the one that really sticks out is probably less significant. But him, uh, you know, fighting at the uh, Sting Triple H match, and he was about to give the Razor's Edge to Road Dog, I believe. And he, like, takes a floor bump. I was impressed that he took a floor bump at that age. Pretty cool. That wasn't that long ago. That uh, was like what, like six years ago, something like that. Exactly. Like yeah. he wasn't an active wrestler, so that's why I thought it was cool that he was taking four months still. Yeah. No, it, then, it um, was it was definitely cool. Definitely cool. And then him handing Sting the bat too, because he kind of it was like symbolized him giving Sting the the crow gimmick. Yeah, I was going to bring that up. Is that true then? So Scott Hall was the one that recommended that Sting morph into that crow? Yeah. And in the um, wow. crow movie, that was the crow movie Eric Draven actually, yeah, Eric Draven actually used the bat in that movie, so it made sense for Sting to use it too. Yeah. And, and, I, and, I, and I thought um, there, was, there was a quote. Yeah, this was it. I just found it. So he said to Sting, he, when he told him to, you know, when he recommended he take that gimmick straw, I don't know if you ever heard this, but he told Sting, I'm not telling you to rip off Taker, but rip off Taker. <laughs> but that's what wrestling is. Wrestling is recycling other people's ideas and making them oh, yeah. your own, you know? So I just thought that was great when I heard that. I just thought that was great. 
Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Steve, while yeah, I'm like, online, I, I, I go mm-hmm. ahead. Go ahead. No, I saw some clips recently. I saw him uh, wrestling Tanahashi. That was super cool. Young Tanahashi. He was coming out the, you know, ready or not, but um, he lost a ton. He like got rolled up by Tanahashi, and he was cutting a promo on mm-hmm. somebody trying to call somebody out. Tanahashi got a win at Scott Hall, like a young Tanahashi. So that was pretty cool. I didn't know that. So recently, yeah. and then um, seeing clips of him and uh, messing with Johnny Polo. Monday Night Raw is pretty funny, like messing with them <laughs> during an entrance and, and giving the razor's edge on the floor is pretty cool to see look back. Yeah, it was an amazing time. You remember when the Intercontinental title got held up and they did the Battle Royal and the last two got to fight for the title and it came down to, to Scott and uh, Rick Martell? I was like blown uh, away. I was like, Razor Ramon is going to get the title, and it was really exciting to see, you know. And it was the first of, like, four or five that he had, but it was just, like I said, it was so cool to see. So, Steve, I got to mention, too, you know, while I got you on the line, uh, so AEW this week, they did this thing with FTR, I don't know if you saw it, uh, where they fired Tully Blanchard in a backstage segment. It lasted about a minute and a half. Totally like told them that their families aren't as important as championships. Did you catch this? Yeah, yeah, I, I'm kind of um, surprised by it because Tully had been really a benefit to them, but I just, I just wonder if they're just gonna get another manager. The rumor is Bret Hart. I don't know about that. Um, I, I hope there's a reason why they. Fired Tully other than that promo because I think Tully brought credibility. I mean, Arn could probably manage them, but I mean, who else really? Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. You're right. I um I I thought it was funny. Um, and then I actually heard, and I don't remember this at all, but Stroh was kind of saying that he remembered it. Uh, Ole Anderson got kicked out of the Four Horsemen. Because he chose family over chasing titles. Oh, that's a good and story. Sure, wasn't it? You, were, you were saying like you were saying like oh he said like oh if it wasn't for your Scott and his kids or whatever. Yeah, that's that was, amazing. That was Tully's, Tully's line to only put it. That's amazing. Out. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I like how they're using uh, that. Then. Mm-hmm. I like uh, a couple. of... I like how um, Chael Sonnen kind of was taking a lot from Scott Hall, and he's, he's I think his company's Bad Guy Inc. And he's quoted Scott Hall on Twitter, and Scott Hall said, "Very original," as he like was replying to him, and like, <laughs> and then like, uh, Asuka, Asuka was like tweeting about her undefeated streak and being compared to Goldberg or whatever, and she was like saying that uh, she like yeah, respects Goldberg, says he's amazing, and he's like. Much more talented than Goldberg. That 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 right. brought me seeing right. that back again. That was funny. That was funny. Do you remember? And, and this isn't necessarily a great Scott Hall thing, but I I thought it was really classy. Uh, Paige had some really nice things to say about Scott Hall. And and I and I yeah. seem to remember a time when he didn't necessarily have great things to say about her. I don't. I don't, you don't need to get into. You might have to give me. You might have to give me context because I, I thought they were always in good. 
I mean, I think sure. it was good, I, and I think they talked about whatever. They, I, I don't even. I, I probably shouldn't have even brought it up. Let's just let it go. It's okay. Yeah, I just remember uh, her being a, a admiring Scott backstage. Uh, I think at Mania, but um, he, yeah, yeah, he said seemed like a lot of stuff, but I, it's okay. Because, like I said, there probably was like a joke in there. Well, I that, mean, like, not everybody knew about. She's hot. I mean, she's hot. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't blame Scott for saying it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So, well, anything else on the great Scott Hall? Just um, him and NWO are a huge influence. Like, yeah, don't really realize it until moments like this. Um, even, even in my, even in my casual hobby, uh, I see jujitsu schools with NWO logos, uh, with their name, with their branding, the NWO branding. So it's still being imitated, uh, forever. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I was thinking about this the other day, Stro, and thanks for the call, Steve. Uh, I, I was thinking about this the other day, Stro. Um, there probably are at least five to ten wrestlers whose careers would have never made it as big as they were if it weren't for Scott Hall. Oh, absolutely. You know, and, and the number one on my list, and I can't believe this is a memory that I were an hour and a half into the show almost, and I'm just mm-hmm. thinking about, but what about when Scott Hall put over his good friend, the one, two, three kid in the middle of the ring. At a time when Giants didn't lose. That's right. He uh, he, he really kind of changed the landscape there. And, and think about where Sean Waltman's career would have been had that never happened. He certainly would right. have uh, catapulted the way that he did. And, you know, two, two guys in WCW that he helped out when he was in WCW. Uh, sure, one was sure. Chris Jer- one was Chris Jericho. Sure. And the other, Ray Mysterio. Ray Mysterio. Yep, absolutely. Uh, also, yeah. Disco. Disco Inferno, right? Yep. Sean Waltman. Uh, you could even um, make an argument, and and I'm not saying that, like, he wouldn't have had a great career without him, but he helped make Shawn Michaels what he became. Oh, yes. Because without that feud, Shawn is at least a year or two behind. Right. And the late Louis Spicoli. And Louis Spicoli. Yeah. And that's to say nothing for the Blue World Order. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's to say nothing for them. Uh, let's go to uh, let's go to Dustin, Orlando. Dustin, I'm coming to Orlando next week. You're not going to come meet me? No. <laughs> <laughs> he won't put me over. He won't put me over. What's wow. going on, Dustin? Not so much. Uh, it's <laughs> sad to hear about Scott Hall passing away last night. Yeah, me too. Yeah, right. You know what? Terrible. Here's another great memory. Here's another great memory, Stro. You'll like this. So they oh, yeah. used to do – so they did that pie. You remember when I, – I, and Scott Hall for a while there, he was living with Larry Zabisco? Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> they would do these videos, Dustin, where they – and he called it Last Call with Scott Hall. It was like a video series. And they would uh, do commentary on like huge, like famous matches from wrestling history. 
Like they did like uh-huh. Sean versus Hulk Hogan, and then they did uh, Hogan versus the Warrior, and uh, but it was Scott Hall just ripping on them basically, like making jokes the whole time. It was amazing. Yeah. Uh-huh. Have you seen these shows? Uh, yeah. They're yeah. picking sides between Warrior and Hogan. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Uh, and, uh, and the, the short one, he's like, he's like, he hit him. He nearly, <laughs> he nearly broke him in half. <laughs> um, Brady. Go ahead. Go ahead, Dustin. Uh-oh. Uh, the situation with Johnny Knoxville putting Sammy Zane's phone number out there, man, that, that's just horrible to do to somebody. Yeah. Did you try calling it? <laughs> Once, and it is actually his number. Ah, I just Well, well, I didn't believe oh, it. I, I thought I thought it was a made up number, so I, I got going to call this number, see if it's, a, it's probably a fake number. No, it was an actual voicemail. Did you leave him a message? Oh, <laughs> uh, well, it, well, well, no. Like I, 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 I'm not gonna bother Sammy Zane. Like that, that's just not that's not how I am. Okay. Okay. <laughs> That's just not yeah. right. The dude, dude's fucking ringing check, off the hook. I didn't check to see if the number was right. Um, uh, his, his phone apparently was right. I my phone, and if it came up, then I knew it was him. You know? Well, uh, Johnny uh, Apple is a jackass. Well, uh, Brady, here's the thing. Sammy Saints' phone number's uh, phone's been going off for, for for five days in a row, nonstop. See, and they say nobody watches WWE. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I, I guarantee you, Dustin, uh, if I give out your number, nobody would be calling it. Yeah, not that don't I would give my that. number up. I would never do that. I'm not giving your number Yeah, Johnny John, John Knoxville is a idiot. Uh, uh, Johnny Knoxville is going to get destroyed at Mania. <laughs> Are they actually fighting? Yes. With uh, official match. I'm so glad it's not for the Intercontinental Belt. I'm glad Ricochet won the, the belt. belt. won't be at WrestleMania, so. Yeah. Well, you know. Um, I, I guess in know, retrospect, I'd rather have the Intercontinental Belt at WrestleMania and then whatever. Uh, uh, Brady, here's the here's the thing. <laughs> I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch every other match except uh, the main event of that too. So you're gonna watch Johnny Knoxville versus. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm watching every other. I'm watching every other match except Roman versus Lesnar. Okay. Wow. Because okay. I, yeah. I, I could care less about that match. How much less could you care? Uh, I'm not going to repeat my tweets. I've been tweeting about it, how upset I'm about, about a unification match. So I'm not going to repeat it on the air. Do you want me to give you Brock Lesnar's number to give out on Twitter? <laughs> no. No. Uh, no. I'm not going to do that. Let's do um, meat sauce. From the Red, the Bearded Brothers. He's got some new meat sauce now on sale. Do you yeah. like meat sauce? I like meat sauce. Yeah. I, uh, Brady, actually, one of my first members of Scott, uh, of Scott Hall was when he had that match with Shawn Michaels, the ladder match for the Intercom, for, for the, the Intercom Championship. It was amazing. Groundbreaking. Mm-hmm. Groundbreaking. You that remember was, who won that, that match? Razor Ramon. That's right. That's my boy. Very, very good. That was a Wrestling hell of a match, Korean. matter of fact. That's one of the greatest matches of all time. Yep. So. I agree. 
Yeah, um, you know, and, and you know, like it's unfortunate, really. You know, like, like, I, I, I really hated the road really dude, but another legend gone. Really, it's just unfortunate, man. This one's going. This one, I've seen what people have been saying about him uh, the last twenty four hours. And no one has nothing, nothing bad to say about Scott Hall. Yeah, everyone yeah. loved him. I, I said this one's hitting me as bad as it did when the Macho Man died. Yeah, that one. That one it's was about on that level. It's about on that level for me. Man, I know. Like, you know, we 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 don't live forever, you know. No, I mean, you man, can't take God for granted. <laughs> I actually bathe in virgin's blood every night so that I can live forever. <laughs> Oh, uh, Freddy, uh, I was kind of, kind of, kind of upset about the you way you rolled it. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm only kidding. What's that? Oh, I was kind of, kind of upset about the way Raw. I was kind of upset with the way Raw ended last night. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, because Seth Rollins lost. Okay. Yeah. And he don't even, they don't even have a match. It's not. They can't have WrestleMania without Seth Rollins. Then his hopes have been dashed. I what keep hearing stuff. I keep hearing thing references to Cody Rhodes possibly showing up, and, and they keep teasing it. Yeah, I believe uh, it when I see it. Honestly, I honestly think if they're they playing had, with people at this point. If the match does happen, Rawls is going to lose. No, maybe he'll win and send him back to AEW. How great would that be? Bring him yeah, in for one really match good. and have him lose to Rollins. <laughs> just imagine Brady. Just imagine Brady. Just imagine if he showed up last night because they were they were in Jacksonville, Florida. If he showed up last night, just imagine how the crowd would go with nuts. Do you think Triple H could come out of retirement to take on Cody? No. Uh, oh, right. No. I know. I know he's no. got health issues, but I I'd, I'd like to see a shovel burying match. That'd be amazing. Yeah. Oh, Brody. Uh, there's some footage of what happened after all out there last night of, of, of Seth Rollins beating the hell out of Allison Theory. Okay. Because he was upset about, well, he kept telling Austin Theory, don't get in this ring. This ain't a good time. Don't get in this ring. And and, and he beats the hell out of Austin Theory. Austin Theory didn't learn this. He needed to learn a lesson. Well, maybe Austin Theory could fight Seth Rollins at WrestleMania. Yeah, no, he's probably wrestling McAfee. Yeah. Maybe McAfee could fight Adam Cole at WrestleMania then. That's not happening. Why not? Oh, Brady, I got one more. Why not? Brady, I got one more. Being under contract doesn't mean anything. Brady, I got one more thing before I go. Who's going to win the... Brody, who thinks he'll win the Thunder Rose and Brett Baker still cage match tomorrow? Britt Baker. Britt Baker. Yeah, for sure. No, no. If you would have told uh, me a year uh, ago. They'll be so dumb if they, and I'm not saying it won't happen, but they'll be so dumb if they take that title off Britt Baker. Because she is literally like the best thing going on in that division. Thunder they Rose really is going to get her big win. Talent, and they're just to challenge her. 
Ronda Rose is going to win somehow, and it's in her hometown, so she's going to win, obviously. I hear, well, not necessarily. Yeah. Look how many hometown people lose nowadays in the matches. <laughs> yeah. No, I believe, I believe it's under us to win. Don't you think it's weird oh, that okay. her name is Britt Baker, but she's a dentist? Uh, yeah. I'm just not a big fan of Britt Becker like I was uh, like months ago. I'm, I just want to see a new champion, that's all. Uh, I just want to go to her and get my teeth cleaned. Yeah. Yeah, I bet you do. Like Tony Schiavone. <laughs> yeah, I bet, you be, I bet you it would be a lot better if Alexa Bliss was cleaning your teeth. Wow. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> obviously. They don't have nothing planned for, apparently, but I heard something there. I would send her to NXT. Was... I like Mike's idea. Send her to NXT. Well, then why well, Alexa Bliss and Seth Rollins? Alexa Bliss and Seth Rollins, neither one have a bonus for me. Yeah, she's already beaten Randy Orton. Right? That's not going to yeah. happen. No. <laughs> Well, you say it's not no. going to happen. You say it. You're so close-minded, Dustin. Intergender <laughs> no. wrestling is the thing now. Yeah. It could happen. No. Yeah. I don't see it happening. I don't. How great would it be if uh, Seth Rollins fought Tessa Blanchard at WrestleMania and lost? Uh, no, I'm not commenting on that. Sorry. I mean, we know her father doesn't care. Because it's all about championships and nothing else. It's not about so, family. Yeah. It's not those kids. <laughs> yeah. It's not those kids. <laughs> I always think it's funny. I talk until he hangs up. And every week I say something to get him to hang up. Uh, and it was that. It was that. Yeah, but, you know, back to Scott Hall. The uh, the one, two, three kid thing. Like, if you think about how groundbreaking that was. Um, I know he had had, you know, his career in Minnesota and the independence. I think it was in Global. And then, like, you know, he had the feud with Jerry Lynn. And obviously, like, people knew who he was, like the real wrestling fans did. But when he came on TV, Stro, he was like, he was that preliminary guy. We used to call them flunkies when I was young, you know, the, the, the guys that always lose. I mean, I didn't have the dirt sheet, so I didn't know what a job guy was. I We called them flunkies. <laughs> you know? So, <laughs> so they're like, oh, yeah, the, the, the lightning kid. And it's like, oh, all right, you know. The lightning kid. You, don't, you think nothing of this guy. And then he goes out there at a time when the Giants never lose. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and Scott Hall loses. And it made a career. It sure did. It, it it sure did. Here's another one before we bring Justin on. This is one of my favorite things about Razor Ramon back in the day. You'll appreciate okay. this. You remember he came out and he always had like these gold chains? Remember he'd be covered yeah, in yeah. gold chains and he'd come oh, out yeah. and he'd take them off. You remember what he'd say to the ring attendant when he got into the ring? He said, uh, uh what he, okay, he, said he said, he said, well, and I can't do the voice. I'm sorry, guys. But like, he's like, watch these chains, because if something happens to these chains, 
something's going to happen to you. <laughs> That's great. Oh my God. Yeah, it is. It's amazing. It's amazing. Uh, let's, go to, let's go to Justin. Put the good times roll what's here. What's going on, pal? How you doing, brother? Hey. Hey, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm, yeah, I, you doing okay? I, uh, I'll be honest, I'm Justin. Great. I worry about you, you know? Like, like I worried about Scott Hall for a long time. I worry about you. I'm actually, I'm actually great. I'm just, I'm just keeping to myself, minding my own business, and just calling it. mind on your money. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, other things. That's how did the, uh, so, how did the death so of Scott Hall so? hit you? Feeling good. Uh, death of Scott Hall. I went today. Me and a best friend. We went to an all-you-can-eat prime rib. Prime rib joint, and I uh, and my buddy was laughing at me because I picked out on a uh, ten plates of prime rib, and he was like, "He's like, dude, what's wrong with you?" And I was like, "Um, I'm upset because uh, You're I'm, I'm, I'm upset." I said, "I'm upset because of uh, Scott Hall died," and he was like, he "Yeah, was like, he was like, he's like, he's very serious." That makes sense. That was, makes sense. Yeah, I was like, I was like, I was like, I was like, yeah, I'm fucking, I'm fucking stressed. And uh, he was like, he was like, he was like, oh, he's like, oh, he's just another guy. I was like, I was like, I was like, yeah, he's just another guy. But you don't know what wrestling is. You never saw him fight. He's the bad guy. And you don't know what NWO and you don't know what NWO is. So me and my did you punch him? Oh yeah, I told I told him I told him yeah, I said, you punched I said, him. Uh, I, I told yeah. him I said. Uh, I punched him and I said, I said, I guarantee you say one more bad thing about Scott Hall that he, that, that he passed, I will stab you in your fucking hand. And, and he was like, he was like, hey man, calm down. I was like, hey, don't say shit to me. And he was just like, damn dude, what's wrong with you? I was like, I'm mad that Scott Hall passed. I didn't realize you felt that strongly about Scott Hall. I, I actually, actually. Did. I actually had the chance to uh, meet him back in uh, 2018. He's a really nice guy. I posted okay. the uh, okay. I posted photos of uh, when when him and I, Kevin Ash were coming out. I was taking a few selfies, and he uh, he did the little cross chop and all that. He was he was he was a nice guy. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I got I got to talk to him after the show. Guy was down to earth, gave me an autograph. Um, he's he's great. He was a great dude, and it's a shame. It's a shame. It is a shame. It's sad. You just can't. You just can't take his life for granted. Do you have a favorite Scott Hall memory? My favorite. My favorite was. Uh, on him and uh, Kevin Ash, they decided to jump ship to go to a uh, WCW, and mm-hmm. that was that was that was by far one of the greatest moments of him that I can that I can that I can uh, rewatch and some matches that he uh, he has had, which are great. Mm-hmm. And it, and it just and it just gives a show that there's I I I've read I've read I've read. I had read comments on Facebook and 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 uh and um I read comments on Facebook and MySpace and all of that 
that people are mm-hmm. commenting and saying that he he was a bad person. I'm like, to all these to all the people that 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 have said that Scott Hall was a bad person, and now that he's gone, yeah. you wouldn't you would not have you would not have said that to his face because he would have smacked you silly, and just and just and just like, like yeah. throws that on his. And no, just like Shrug said on his Facebook, how dare you, how dare you say something when someone hasn't, when hasn't somebody exited Earth. That's just, that's just rude and it's just, and it's just, and it's just, no, it was, it was, it was something along the lines that Shrug put up and I saw it, but I thought, how rude would you say, oh, I died and I'm still alive and I'm on life support. Like, okay, I'm still here. Like, what the hell? How do you think those people are? Mm-hmm. They're a bunch of fucking trolls. They're trolls, and they and they and they don't know what the whole and they don't know what the whole uh, truth is because they just think about themselves and they read into the media. Just dig in. Dig do you in. uh? Do you feel better now that you've gotten to ran a little bit? Was that uh, helpful? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's another guy on it. There's another guy on the show. There's another caller on the show that just complains and complains and complains. He knows he knows Britt Baker, Seth Rollins, Alexis Bliss. Yeah, that's Dustin. Yeah, that's all he does because he's fake. He's he is a phony. He's a you, uh, you, you and me and Shro. We all, we all know that Dustin's not living in Orlando because all he's doing is living in Florida. He's living in Texas with his mom and dad in that shed. Hello. Hello. Hey, you know that. Some, somebody there. Hello. I'm I'm here. Dustin. Dustin. I'm here. Are you there? I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here he must. He must have dropped out, Joe. No, he's there. I, I hear his okay. voice. Okay. Ah, uh, I tried. All right. What were you saying? Yeah. All. 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 Dustin. All. Dustin is is a is a liar. He's a fraud. And he just and he just claims the fame that he is Seth Rollins, Alexa Bliss. Uh, many other. So what you're telling me is you really. Me. So what you're telling he me is you, Dustin's a liar, but you really did punch your friend in the face today at the buffet. Oh yeah, I did. Dustin is a liar. All he does is he. <laughs> okay. When I when I was I when I was flying when I was flying to Dallas, Texas to see him for the first time, I was getting mm-hmm. messages from. Uh, Seth Rollins, Becky Lynch, and a few other wrestlers. And then when I'm when I'm at his house, all like I don't I don't get messages. All he does is sit in his room, doesn't do anything, just watch TV, just like a bum that he is. And I'm like, yeah, it's kind of something fishy. Does he look like, like Bobby Hill from King of the Hill? Oh yeah, he's fat. He's nasty. He's a piece of shit. Like like literally when I, I wasn't went to, saying that. I, went, no, I wasn't saying that. Yeah, I don't want to run no, that no. tonight. That's not the no, 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 no not at all. Be honest with you. <laughs> right. No, I'm gonna be right, honest right. with you. Like like when I, like, when I met him, like when I met him, his mom gave him a uh, twenty bucks for cheeseburgers at McDonald's, and he got 
three push fillets and two double quarter pounders, and I was supposed to get something. Fucking guy never got me anything. All he was in his room eating all his food. I was like, uh, I thought someone was for me. And he was like, oh hell no. I'm like, you're a fucking badass. People like wow. people like that just. It's great to talk to you, people. Justin. Oh yeah, people like that just disgust me. Great as always. Hey, but you and Shro, you guys are you guys are cool. I was actually supposed to. I would never uh, want to talk bad about you. That's for sure. No, you're no, you're cool. I I I. I okay. I, right. I, I I like I like. Am you I am I Caribbean cool? Hmm? Yeah. Am I Caribbean cool? Okay. Alright, cool. Cool. Right, brother. Well, it was great to talk to you. It was very uplifting. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Alright. Take care. Alright. Alright. Oh, boy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Save the best for last, huh? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, Stro, you know, we kind of danced around it all night, but, uh, what was your favorite Scott Hall memory? Oh, gosh. Uh, so, so many. I mean, he just, uh, it, was, it was like good times with him, man. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, he, yeah, like I said, he was so creative and, and, and he had that dry sense of humor, but he was. It, it was just so. His timing was just great on his humor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And uh, I know we missed a few of them, a few humorous moments already. I, I remember the time that him and him and uh, <laughs> him and Kevin Nash got on stage there at one of the nitros and drinking uh, cough syrup and just laying, lounging around <laughs> drinking <laughs> Nyquil. Oh my God. <laughs> It was terrible. <laughs> and they're just like a laid back to him, they're like hanging, hanging out with the WCW sign. <laughs> oh my god. Oh god. Yeah, never Good a dull time. moment, Andy. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I listen, as somebody who wasn't backstage for the WCW days, um, the way he was and the way people felt about him, um, and the mind that he had for the business, it all rung true. Like, you could see it. You know, there's oh, yeah. no denying it. That's why That's why so many people that have never met him all have nothing but good things to say about him. And then the people that have met him can only amplify that, you know. he's a, He was truly one of a kind. And um, I'm going to put this in my top three of regrets for all time, that I never had the opportunity to have Scott Hall on this show. Because I think it would have been amazing. It, it would have been a great interview with him. Yeah, yeah, we would have really oh knocked God. that out of the park. You know, because he, you know. like I said, he had such a mind for the business. I mean, and he was, and he would want to help out, you know, giving ideas and advice. Yeah, that's just how he was. I know, I know that um, the VOC Wrestling Nation, which uh, the radio show that Bruce and I did back in the day. I know we had him on there once, and and I didn't really get to talk to him myself, uh, but I'm going to try and dig up that old interview. And if I can, 
I'm going to play it tomorrow on the air on VOC Nation. So uh, you know, be sure to check out VOCNation.com. Uh, you know, because I, it was, uh, you know, it was a very special time just getting to, uh, you know, like I said, I didn't really get to ask him anything, but, you know, just, just being in that studio and, and, and hearing uh, Bruce interact with him. It was something that I was always kind of jealous of. Yeah. Another thing, I don't know, we didn't really talk about too much tonight, but uh, it was because of Hall and Nash that really helped us out, the, the boys and girls in the industry, you know, with contracts. Sure. Sure. Yeah, yeah because, um, yeah, I, I'll never forget, um, you know, and, and, and with the agent, Barry Bloom, you know, when they left WWF, um, that's when wrestlers started making real money. And that's mm-hmm. when the competition really started, you know, where, like, suddenly WWF doesn't want to underpay somebody because they could always go to WCW and vice right. versa, you know. And then they had, like, these things like the – I'll never forget Scott Hall and Kevin Nash joking around about the favored nations thing, you know, where, like, nobody can join and make less money than – you know, they, they they get a raise automatically – if somebody else comes on board that makes more than them. So, like, Eric Bischoff said to Scott Hall, like, do you think we should sign Brett? And Scott's like, yeah, yeah, I think you should sign Brett. Like, because he knew that anybody that they signed, that was a bump in his salary. Right. You know? Pretty cool. And Brett, and Brett, man, I mean, he got his contract and in, in exchange rate at the time. He was getting paid like almost double, I think. Canadian? Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> crazy. Crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. Just, just amazing. But I... Uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad we could end this with a smile because, like, uh, the legacy that Scott Hall kind of left behind, um, it's something that's going to last for a long time, you know? He's going he's gonna to be up there with the Macho Mans and the Owen Hearts and, uh, you know, people that have gone that... uh we miss so much, you know, and it's somebody we're going to be talking about for for years, decades to come, you know. So, so, um, thank you to Scott Hall for that. It, it, it's been an amazing career, and as a fan, um, there ain't a whole lot more I could have asked for, you know. He uh, he kind of did it all. Oh, yeah, he'll be missed for sure, for sure. Uh, Stroh, before we get out of here. Um, did you have any kind of closing thoughts on Scott Hall? Uh, you know, I just wanted to thank him, uh, thank him for everything he's done for the industry. Uh, he was a trailblazer. He was a pioneer. Uh, and uh, he really he changed the game for all of us in the wrestling industry. So the big thank you to Scott Hall. Love you forever, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, Stro. We're going to get out of here, I guess. So uh, tell people what you got going on this week as we head out. Okay, just to recap, uh, Thursday night, WCW Retro, 19 Eastern Standard Time on VOCNation.com. We'll be talking the best feuds in pro wrestling history. So we have a, a feud of your favorite. For the years you'd like to share, please call in. And it's Friday night, the Throw Zone, midnight Eastern Standard Time on Facebook.com slash Throw the Maestro. Uh, Friday night's feature will be The Brain That Wouldn't Die. So please tune in for that. 
And then Saturday, I'll be a special guest at the Power Comic Con at the Florence Center in Florence, South Carolina, 10 to 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, I'll be there with the fellow cast members of the Devil's Daughter, the Harlequin Story, and we'll have a cosplay contest and everything. So, uh, come join us if you're in the Florence, South Carolina area. For more info, go to powercomicon.com. Always a blast there on In the Room. Uh, always a blast. Uh, thank you, everybody. For tuning in to In the Room this week, thank you to the best casting crew I could ever ask for. Uh, thank you to the callers. Thank you to the legendary Scott Hall for everything that you meant for me and, and so many other people that care about wrestling, for your brotherhood, uh, for wrestling at large. So thank you for everything, Scott Hall. Uh, ECWA returns March 26th, the Jersey Dugout, 712 Genesee Drive in Morganville, New Jersey. ECWAWrestling.com for tickets and information. The Super 8 this year featuring Eel O'Neill, Fancy Ryan Clancy, uh, Travis Huckabee, uh, Eric Corvus, Encore Moore, Darius Carter, the legendary Ricky Morton, and Stro, our guest for next week, the first ever female competitor in the ECWA Super 8 tournament, making her return to In the Room, Erica Lee. So All right. Be sure to tune in for that. Be sure to tune in for that. Uh, everybody, have a great night. Be good to each other. Love you all very much. Seriously, be good to each other because, like, like we learned from Scott Hall this week, you know, you, you never know. You never know. So, um, everybody be good. Take care. Love one another. And we'll talk to you real soon. How's he doing? <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> That's a good one. Love you all. Bye-bye.